Hello and welcome. My name is Kate. I'm a holistic counsellor. I'm a Reiki practitioner and I'm an Ayurvedic wellness ambassador. And I'm on a mission. I'm looking to rediscover simplicity in a world that seems to get way too damn complicated. So buckle up, come along for the ride. We are going to slow down, scale back and work out how we can shine our authenticity onto a world that needs it so badly. Let's go. So before we go ahead and get started, I just want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land I'm recording on, which here in Adelaide, um, I'm on Ghana land, proudly on Ghana land, uh, white Australia as a black history. So I pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging, and I honour and acknowledge their deep relationship with the land that we're so lucky to be on today. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I have been really wanting to talk about the topic of this podcast. It has been coming up for me again and again and again. I see it so much in my life. I see it so much in everyone else's lives. And so I'm here to talk about it. I'm here with a public service announcement, a PSA, and that is that your perfectionism is cop blocking you and it's cop blocking everything that you could be doing. Before I dive into that, I just want to update you guys to let you know that I launched my cookbook on Wednesday and the response so far has been so amazing. Thank you so, so much for your orders, for your words of support, for sharing about the book, your messages and your support and encouragement about the book and about what I'm doing just means so much to me. It makes all the hard work worth it because I worked my ass off, (laughs) my ass off to release that book. It is such a labor of love. It is so full of value. It's on my website right now, www.simplifiedbykate.com. It's not just a recipe book. It's a whole damn guide. It's got so much in there for you for $34, like the value that you get and everything in there, not just recipes, but meal planner, challenges, product recommendations, etc. It is just so much bang for your buck. Jump onto my website, order that one if you want some easy, nourishing recipes that are plant-based with an Ayurvedic philosophy and you don't want to do all the research and hard work yourself, buy a book. Buy a book with me doing that for you. With that being said, let's jump in. I really want to talk about something that's been coming up for me. Well, it's come up for me a lot in my life, but I've really noticed it as I've been launching these new offers and thinking about what it is that I want to bring to my community to to serve my community. And that is that my biggest cock block is perfectionism. And I think that's so true for so many people. A great example is this podcast, right? I had been thinking about making a podcast for a while, but you know, you see people that have podcasts and they've got the fancy microphones and they've got the the ring light thing and they've got a fancy camera so that, you know, there's audio quality, there's videos and everything looks tip top and it's super professional and they get someone in like a graphic designer to do their podcast artwork. So I was thinking, you know, yeah, podcast is on the horizon, but I need to go and spend all this money to get all this stuff because I want it to be perfect before I release it. Why? 
what's the point? Why can't I just release it how I am now, which is I don't have a microphone. I'm literally just using my laptop. Is the sound quality amazing? No, not really, but in some ways kind of sounds like I'm personally voice messaging you, which I think is kind of cute. Regardless, I'm still able to get my message across. I'm still able to have this conversation with my community. I'm still able to share this information, this knowledge and these ideas. And it's had such a fantastic reception. And that's without any, I have not spent any money. I did the artwork myself, recorded everything myself on my laptop using a free program. I haven't spent any money. And why would I do that before even launching it when I'm not even sure that I'm, you know, you don't know whether you're going to be dedicated to it until you've had it going for a little while. Am I going to be able to keep up with weekly episodes? Is there going to be enough interest? Is the community going to be big enough to sort of, you know, make the the time spend worthwhile and to make that make sense? If you've gone out and spent all that money and then it turns out you're not even going to stick with the podcast, there wasn't really much point. You're just wasting your money, right? I thought about this in terms of my website where I would use one website platform, I would design the whole website, I would spend ages fun assing around with brand colours, maybe my brand colours should be this, or I need to redesign my logo, or I need to do this. Everything needs to be perfect before I launch a website, before I have offerings, before I talk about what it is that I'm doing, before I build my community. Uh, even when it comes to Reiki and offering Reiki and offering my one-on-one healings and my intuition healings. I was thinking that I needed to go and hire a really fancy looking space. How silly is that? Because I thought to myself, oh, you know, my home isn't perfect. It's not a a professional quote unquote setup. It's obviously my home. I have a beautiful little studio space inside my home, which would work fine. But I was giving all kinds of what is coming initially across like perfectionism like I wanted it to be perfect and I thought that things were hindering how perfect it would be and it was such silly things like my pets like I was like oh I can't have people into my studio space when I've got a dog and a cat because what if they're not dog people what if the dog randomly barks at something mid-reiki treatment what if the cat comes in and is like sleeping on them or something I even thought, I literally was telling myself that I couldn't offer treatment from my home until I redid my whole front yard because my front yard's Australian natives and it's been very sunny and they're quite dry. I'm like, oh, it looks a little bit dry. Looks a bit, you know, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect glowing better homes and gardens front yard. So it's like I'm putting all of these barriers in place saying that I'm not going to do this thing until I have X, Y, Z. So then it's perfect. But let me ask you this. Are you not doing the thing because you want it to be perfect before you offer it or before you do it? Or are you not doing the thing because being stuck and staying the same feels safer, feels better, feels more secure than doing the thing and potentially failing? Hmm? That's what I think. That's what I have to say about that, right? Is that we're using perfectionism. Perfectionism is really an excuse for for a self-sabotage tactic that's keeping us safe, that's keeping us secure, it's keeping us small, it's keeping us stuck because we think that that's safe and that trying something new could potentially fail, right? What if I don't have an audience? What if I embarrass myself? What if friggin' Jessica from high school listens to my podcast and thinks I'm a loser? (laughs) It's just so, so silly, isn't it? So that's what I have to say to you is that when you're thinking something has to be perfect before you're doing it, is that really the case or are you just more comfortable being stuck 
and not up leveling and not doing the new thing and not challenging yourself because that seems safer and seems more secure to you than potentially failing subconsciously or sometimes even consciously but we like to pretend that it's subconsciously we think if we wait until we're perfect which is never we can never fail right so that's why your perfectionism is cock blocking you your perfectionism is keeping you stuck your perfectionism is keeping you from doing all the things that you want to do from having this thriving aligned amazing life because in a way, it's trying to keep you safe. But I'm going to sound like a boomer. And actually, I've been joking with my friends all week and my partner that I think I'm in my boomer era. Nah, don't. You're probably turning this off now. You're like, ooh. <laughs> in the way that I'm not afraid of saying things that need to be said, I'm not afraid of a little bit of tough love anymore when I used to be much more cautious about what I was saying. So I'm going to say a really boomer saying right now, but at some stage, if you want your life to look a certain way, if you have goals, if you have desires and you want that to be your future, at some stage, you've just got to pull your fucking finger out and you've, you've got to actually do it. You've got to do the thing. I know it's scary. I know. That's why I think we need to make peace with things being as they are instead of being perfect. And we just need to pull the pin and do things. We just need to do it. And I'll have people and my loved ones ask me, you know, how how do you just do it? It's like you have ideas and then you just do it. And I don't think it's a matter of I have an idea and then I just do it. I do spend a decent amount of time thinking about things. And previously, I did get very caught up in my head and spent time overthinking. I spent a lot of time doing heaps of courses, right? Like a whole year of doing courses. And I do think that was very beneficial to me at the time. And obviously, there are some offerings that I can't ethically provide without some sort of credential. So I'm not going to say that you should not get credentials. But I spent a year getting credentials. And then I had this thinking that I couldn't offer anything until I had finished all credentials. That's where this perfectionism cock blocking is coming into play. These are all things where we're cock blocking ourselves from all different types of success and all types of aligned living and all types of embodiment and all types of feeling really good and being able to achieve the things we set out to do because we're scared that we're not perfect. At some stage, you have to accept things for how they are and go ahead and dip your toe in, jump into the pool, do your ice cold bath or whatever the frick. At some point, we've just got to go ahead and do it. Rip the band-aid, pull your finger out. Let's go. And I'm not here to say that I never have a battle with perfectionism or I never have a battle with imposter syndrome or anything like that. Of course I do. I battle with that all the time. That aspect isn't going to go away. We're neurologically wired and biologically that way as humans because it's kept us safe for a very long time to be that way fear of loss motivates us more as humans than any sense of gain it's unfortunate that that's how we're wired but it's how we're wired and we see this everywhere around us right society is very tapped into the fact that we are more motivated by a sense of loss than we are a sense of gain you see it in advertising when you get emails for a sale and it has a big countdown on the top to show you how much time's left. It's ticking away. You're running out of time. You're going to lose the sale. Quick, quick, quick. Better get in there and 
and buy something uh, or when you see you know only this amount left or first five customers get this discount all of that is playing on the sense of loss i don't want to miss out i don't want to lose so i'm going to go ahead and purchase it rather than saying oh hey if you buy this you're gonna save 40 percent that's the sense of gain i've saved money i'm bringing money back home if i buy this buy this thing yeah that's cool, but it's not going to push me to buy it as if I see the, the sales about to end and I might miss out, right? So it's not just this sense of perfectionism that's cock-blocking us in life, but it's also this fear of loss. And we do battle with that. We battle with that on an ongoing basis because it's how we are wired as humans. Humans like predictability. We like stability. We like to know that we're safe that things are remaining the same. We don't like change as a species because for a very long time, change, generally speaking, has been unsafe for us. So biologically, we're wired to crave these things. We kind of want to be cock-blocked on a biological basis. But on every other basis, now that we live in this world where we can really contribute to creating more of our reality than we ever have been able to in the past, it's not serving us. And we see this, I see it in my own life, I see it in loved ones' lives, we see it all the time, you'd see it everywhere around you, and I'm sure this will resonate, where we think, oh, you know, maybe you hate your job, your job sucks, you hate rocking up every day, you're not feeling fulfilled, maybe you should quit your job, or maybe you've always wanted to live overseas, and you think, I should quit, and I should just go and live overseas, right? Or, but what if I don't find another job? as good as this one? What if I don't make as much money as I do in this job? What if I can't find somewhere to live? What if I can't find a house as good as this one? What if I can't find rent as good as this? What if I leave and then I hate it? Oh, no, it's too risky. It's too scary. It's too unpredictable. I better just stay here. I better stay stuck because at least it's safe. At least I know what's what's going to happen. I know what's familiar, even if it sucks, if I hate it, if I'm feeling misaligned, if I'm not living my values, at least I'm safe, right? Mm. So what I would really encourage you to do and how I've been battling this fear of loss that's so wired in us and this sort of perfectionism as a, as a self-sabotage technique all of this kind of mental and neurological cock blocking that's going on, this is how I've been dealing with it. Flip the script. So we already know scientifically that we as humans are more motivated by loss than sense of gain. There's no point trying to wrangle with that biological disposition. So let's make it work for us, right? Let's flip the script and think about how we can use this to our advantage. And you can almost use this as like a like a visualization or like a, a like a meditation. I like to think of it as imagine if, and you can close your eyes right now while you're listening to this, because I want you to really feel this, think about this, visualize this, because this is how this best works. Close your eyes, make sure you're in a comfortable seat, somewhere you can kind of focus and and relax into it. And I want you to think that. Everything that you've ever desired, everything you've ever wanted is just within your reach. It's just at your fingertips. Your fingertips are almost grazing it. You can feel what it's like. 
to live your dream life, to have everything you've wanted. You can smell the smells, you can hear the sounds, you can see yourself sitting there in that life. You're so close. You're so close. You can almost taste it. You just need to just reach out and just grab it. It's right there in front of you. But then it's taken away from you and it's gone because you waited too long. You didn't reach out and grab it. It's flown away. It's gone forever and now you can never have it. Doesn't feel good, right? You wish you jumped. You wish you jumped and grabbed. You wish you took it with both hands and really brought yourself into that life and took it on. You stayed stuck and you lost your dream life and you never, never fulfilled any of the desires that you've had your whole life. Doesn't feel good. Do you think people hit 90 and you interview someone that's 90, 99, 100 and you say, oh, what do you, you know, what do you regret? What do you wish you did more of? You know, how many of them are like, oh, I really wish that I worked more or I really wish that I just like stayed working at this job that I hated, contributing to this idea that I don't align with. And I'm so glad that I never traveled. I'm so glad that I never spent any time with my loved ones. So glad that I didn't ever try anything new and that I just did the same thing every single day up until now. Like that, woo, so freaking pumped about that. No, time and time again, we see the top regrets of the dying of it. They did not travel more. They didn't live a life true to themselves. They didn't spend more time with their loved ones and their families. And yet we continue the cycle and we continue to do the exact same things because the predictability feels safer than doing what we actually want to do. So we keep on cock blocking, keep on cock blocking, and we end up in the exact same place at 90. So you can do the exact same thing where you think about yourself at 90 having not fulfilled any of your desires, never done anything you wanted to do, not gone and seen that amazing place in the world that you just see on Instagram or TikTok. You've never seen it yourself. You've never traveled. You never moved and went and lived somewhere totally new like you always wanted to. And you die and your life's over and you never did any of that because you were too scared and you were cock blocking yourself. That's on you. And this is how I think we can really channel this fear of loss to work in our favor because it's going to motivate us more. That's what motivates me when I think about, ooh, what if I hit old age and I haven't done everything that I've wanted to do? I feel like I have so much that I want to do. I already feel like I need 10 lives to do everything I want to do. Why would I be wasting time cock-blocking myself? So what I want to say to you is that your perfectionism, your fear of loss, your fear of change, It's all a self-sabotage technique. It's not inherently negative. It is a neurological response to keep you safe. And we're biologically wired that way. But there's no such thing as no risk. No matter how you're living your life, no matter what you're doing, there is going to be some element of risk involved. So you may as well take that jump and perhaps take something that seems slightly riskier for the better reward and the way for you to really embody that and to really act on that and to motivate yourself to do that is to reframe how we view a sense of loss and think, wow, if I don't do the thing, I'm losing out on all of these amazing things that I could potentially have. But for it to work, you've got to really manifest it, put yourself in that vision, feel how good it feels to be there 
because that's how you feel that sense of loss to then motivate yourself to pull your fucking finger out and do whatever it is that you want to do. No one is going to do it for you. There is no perfect time. It's never going to look perfect. So stop fucking around (laughs) and go and do the shit that you want to do. Go and do it. This is your PSA. This is your message. I see you cock blocking yourself. Enough. Enough. So that's it. Just a short one from me today. But I was really, really feeling this. I was just seeing it everywhere. And I had been holding myself back so much. And I had been holding back my gifts from the world and everything I have to offer to the world and making myself stay small and stay stuck because I was cock blocking myself in case I failed. And I didn't fail. Everything turned out a million times better than I could have imagined it. I feel so aligned. I am thriving. I feel so good. And I'm just so happy that I can bring everything that I'm offering to a community in a space that needs it. I hope you have an amazing week. I would love to hear what it is this week that you're going to rip the band-aid and do. I hope this puts a fire in your belly. I hope this gets you going. I want you to stop cock blocking. Get laid tonight. (laughs) Love ya.